Heather Duplessis Allen. Right, let's have a chat about inflation across the Tasman and over here. HSBC Chief Economist in Sydney, Paul Bloxham's with me now. Evening, Paul. Good evening. I see that the Australian Reserve Bank picks uh, inflation to peak at 7.75%, but our Reserve Bank reckons that we have peaked already. Are they right? Ah, well, it's certainly a hard game to forecast inflation at the moment, but both of these numbers are pretty close to being similar. I mean, we're talking about 7 8% inflation. This is well above the central bank targets in both countries. The RBNZ obviously targeting 1% to 3 and the RBA targeting 2 through 3%. Both have quite large inflation challenges on their hands. Um, I guess the most interesting point is the RBNZ has known about this and been responding to this now since October last year. They've been lifting interest rates quite aggressively um, and we think there are further hikes to come. And even with that, it's been hard to get inflation to peak and to start to come down. Australia's played a lot of catch-up recently uh, in terms of lifting rates and they've got to lift rates too. So it, it's for both, for both central banks, there, there, are, there are some challenges there. And I think the RBNZ, the challenge is probably slightly larger because it's become embedded in the wage-setting process and it's become mm. embedded in inflation expectations. So that's not as clear yet in Australia. Yeah, I was going to ask you, why is it not as clear in Australia? I think in part it's because we had this long period of low inflation in Australia and that embedded itself in the wage system in Australia. A lot of the wages are determined here, about 40% of them are determined by what are called enterprise bargaining agreements. And these things uh, are typically two to three years long. So the ones that were signed just a few couple of years ago were signed at rates of two or two and a half percent, and they're still in they're still the applicable rate. So it's going to take time for the higher inflation to feed through to the wage setting process. And by the time we get there, by the time that starts to happen, it may very well be that global inflation is starting to come down, and, and that's what we're already seeing some signs of. Oil prices are down, petrol prices are down. Food prices look as though they've peaked globally as well. Metals prices are down. There's a global slowdown underway. All these things might actually mean that it doesn't get quite as embedded here. Whereas in New Zealand, inflation picked up much more sharply, much earlier. It's been around for a while and it started. It's, it's gotten into the wage setting process a bit more quickly. What are you expecting our Reserve Bank to do next? Are they going to have to go even more aggressively than they have? I think they'll keep up the pace. I think next week we'll see the RBNZ lift rates again by another 50 basis points, which is what they've been doing in, in, in at recent at recent meetings. Um, the main thing we're looking out for is at what point does the central bank start to pivot to a slower pace of hikes? When do they mm. decide actually, you know, inflation might have passed its peak. It's still high and still a challenge, but actually they're starting to get much more worried about growth uh, and the fact that the economy's in the downswing and the housing market's cooling and so on. We don't think that's going to be... We think they're going to talk about that next week, but still deliver 50 basis points. But we think by the time we get to October, the next meeting, it may very well be the case that the RBNs are starting to get more worried about growth and, and pivoting to a slower pace of, of hiking that to, to 25 basis point rather than 50 basis point moves. That's, that's our central case for, for RBNZ. Paul, we love a good comparison between Australia and New Zealand, probably us more so than the Aussies. And what we're noticing at the moment is that we are way more gloomy than the Aussies. Have you noticed this? Well, I think it partly stems from what I'm just describing. Uh, New Zealand's got quite a lot of challenges. They're probably a little bit deeper. They've been going for a bit longer in terms of the economy as well. So inflation picked up earlier. Interest rates have risen more sharply and for longer, and it's already starting to feed through to a, a more rapidly cooling housing market in New Zealand. And we all know how much the housing market is so much of a focus over there in New Zealand as, a, as an, an investment and a, an asset class. 
Um, and, that, and that's feeding through to a sharper decline in those house prices there than we've seen over here uh, in Australia. I think those are things that you could point to. I think the economic challenge is probably a bit larger still in New Zealand um, because of the higher inflation and the fact that it's, it's embedding itself in the economy a bit more and rates have had to go up sharply as a result. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Paul, it's good to talk to you as always. Thank you. Paul Bloxham, HSBC Chief Economist in Sydney.